With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. What's up? This is the phenomenal one, AJ Salzman. You're in the room with Brady Hicks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com, and your favorite podcast platforms. Brady Hicks here. I've got a great cast with me, as always. Uh, We're going to be taking your calls. We're going to be having some fun. Uh, Joined once again by the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? How are you doing tonight? Good, Brady. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here. It's, uh, you know, I was really exhausted up until about 20 minutes ago. It's like I took a shot of adrenaline or something. I'm, I'm feeling good right now, so I think we're gonna have a good show. Uh, <laughs> also joining us, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro, actor, wrestler, entertainer, all that jazz. What's going on, man? How you doing tonight? Ah, uh, pretty, pretty good. Great, great to be with you guys. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And once again, I'm, I'm so glad he's back. It, uh, it it certainly helps to make my week even better. We have Matt Grimm back on the line once again. Well, what's the word, Matt? How are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm uh, I'm great. I'm glad to be here with you guys, and uh, anything can and will happen. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Uh, especially as I look I at the list of the callers that are lined up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
914-338-1885 is the number to call in tonight, just so you guys know. Dead. And we'll get to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I get the apple hole out now? Freaks come out at night. Every Tuesday night. Now, we're, we're going to have fun tonight. I, I, I see you guys waiting. Uh, yeah, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in if you want to join us. And, uh, yeah, so the big headline this week, guys, I, I, I found this infinitely fascinating because um, they've had many opportunities over the years to kind of mend fences, and, and it's been on both sides, don't get me wrong. Uh, but the rumor is that AEW is uh, going to be releasing, if they haven't already, uh, basically buying off the contract of uh, – uh, Chick Magnet Punk, CM Punk. And uh, <laughs> when they do that, apparently Triple H is interested in a reunion. I don't know if I'd buy that. Uh, it sounds a little kind of like um, making a lot of assumptions there. You know, um, just because WW or just because AEW uh, wants to iron out a no compete clause for a period of time. That doesn't mean that WWE is interested, and it it certainly doesn't mean that CM Punk is interested. It just means that they're trying to protect their assets. Matt, I'm going to kick it to you. I mean, you're kind of the AEW guy at this point on the show, but um, I, I, I'm not wrong here, am I? Like, I, I feel like there's no way CM Punk ever goes back to WWE. I mean, never say never when it comes to pro wrestling, but... It, mm-hmm. I, I'd be hard pressed to actually see. Uh, that's a that's a case of something that I would believe it when I say it, and that's pretty much it. Does that I, mean there will be no I more in, just elite ice cream bars? Uh, <laughs> that's a shame. That would be a shame. <laughs> it is. God, we never got there. There is a rat boy ice cream bar. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just mean he found an ice cream bar in the trash. That's that. Sorry, Matt, I interrupted you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the 7-Eleven. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> you were saying that. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, given all the bad blood that's been reported between on on both on both sides of that fence over the years. I just don't see it. And I mean, given Punk's age, not that he's the oldest guy who's gotten contracts or anything like that, because he certainly isn't, but he certainly looks injury prone now as well. Um, when you put him in two matches, you know, where he's supposed to win the both t- the world title and he is injured either in them or immediately afterwards within the coming days, that's not a great sign. And, like, look, say what you whatever happened in that media scrum, if you're WWE and you're looking at that, why do you want to bring that into your company? Um, not to use an old Philadelphia sports angle on this, but... Like, once we knew Terrell Owens was no good for the team, did anybody really want him around anymore? 
No, you're right. You're right about that. And and that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. Ironically, um, he fared slightly better in MMA, I guess, than he did in uh, in his two AEW title matches there. <laughs> Maybe not because he lost the uh, MMA fights, but uh, you know he came out of those with two pretty major injuries. Um, Matt, you, you're kind of getting at exactly what I was going to say. You know, bad blood aside, the past and everything. Um, if he burned his bridge with AEW, which seemingly he has, again, um, nobody in AEW is talking to me about this, so I, I'm just I'm just purely speculating here. There's like a gag order. They're not talking about it. But if CM Punk burned his bridge with AEW, and WWE is watching that scrum and watching the way the last couple months went, um, I don't see any incentive whatsoever to bring him back. I mean, WWE is rolling around. Uh, WWE is um, churning along. You know, they're, 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 everything seems to be going fine. The ratings are okay. The show creatively has been better. Um, there's no reason to upset the apple cart with that. If they were the ones trailing in the ratings, Matt, I think in a second he would be back. Like, in a second. But I don't see the incentive. I really don't. I don't see the incentive either, and I mean, I I don't know. WWE programming and AEW programming doesn't go head-to-head. So you know, ratings being what they are, I'm sure both companies would like to have more eyeballs on the product than they do. But, again, these, these two companies are not really in direct competition with each other. Like, people – watching one show do not have to make a decision that night of which one they're going to watch live. Um, right. So, no, like, I, I just don't see it as why do they, why, why would they want him back if what he's going to do is going to be the metaphorical, you know, dragging his weight bench out into his driveway and working out while, like, the, while, like, the news <laughs> helicopters circle around and record him working out in his driveway. Like, it's just—it's not necessary. <laughs> you know, Matt. I just found out that Tio Tio had his thirtieth birthday party at Knowlton Mansion, where Kelly and I just got married. I had no idea. Wow! Oh, wow! Can you imagine? Oh God! <laughs> Please tell me you didn't touch anything there. The whole oh time. God! Oh God! Yeah, I probably, you know, sat down to tie my shoes where he was. Uh, no, I don't even want to think about yeah. it. Uh, I hope he's bathed in a vat of Purell. <laughs> I just saw a picture of him with a turtleneck and a giant Christmas tree and, like, about 18 teddy bears. And I thought, uh, yeah, this is none. And I was like Tio. I, I, I did. You know, I didn't agree with what he did or how he was when he was here at the end. But I always liked him. I, I always thought he was a great athlete. And I always said, like, the dude could have been a top NFL player had he had his head on straight, you know? Even, like, the Hall of Fame. Like, he didn't show up to the Hall of Fame because he got inducted into his college Hall of Fame the same day. Like, how yeah. dumb is that? How dumb is that? <sighs> like, to me, I would push the college Hall of said, Fame like, back by one year. Yeah. One would think. But, I, like, take what you just said about T.O. and apply it to CM Punk. You know, exactly. phenomenal talent. So, like, but, like... Why do you want? Why would you want the headache? Because, like, look, I'm not on the inside. I certainly don't know what happens behind closed doors. But 
everywhere the guy goes, there seems to be drama and issues swirling around him. Like, at some point, what is a person left to think other than the common denominator in all of this is CM Punk? And I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to actually pin blame on him. I'm just saying, from an outsider's perspective, what else are you supposed to think at that point after it keeps happening over and over again? Yeah, I, I think the professional thing um, would be to not have that media scrum as he had it. You know, had he kept things in yeah. hand, um, they probably would have been able to resolve everything. And maybe he didn't want to. Maybe he was to the point where he was – Kathy, you probably knew him better than anybody because you used to drive him for Ring of Honor. Um, that CM Punk, is is that the same guy that was always in there? No. The CM Punk so I changed. know was a very yeah. nice guy, would always joke around with you. Uh, he had his little temperament, but <clears throat> he was a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, maybe uh, everything went to his head. Hey, I know, uh, Cole Cabana must have been enjoying all that publicity on oh, his yeah. <laughs> and he was oh, even yeah, around sure. the pay-per-view. Yeah. Know I mean? <laughs> His mom probably loved it, too. Because uh, <laughs> she got a couple shout-outs in there. Uh, well, I spoke down in yeah. last week. And I said, so uh, what's with all the Internet stuff? He goes, well, your buddy's a friggin' idiot. And I went. <laughs> your buddy. I go, he was your buddy <laughs> at one time. He went, he, you think? <laughs> so, I mean, wrestling, wrestlers have been polarizing for a long time. I, listen, I've had falling outs with different people over the years. And, I, you know, sometimes we've come back together. Other times we just agree to disagree, and that's the end of it. That's fine. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to mention any names specifically. Uh, I'm sure you guys have a couple ideas, though, having just been sitting beside me for this run. Uh, but, you know, regardless of how, like, a wrestler, like, I, again, wrestlers, sometimes something's a little off. I, I think, um, and, and I, please, please, There's something wrong please with don't, 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 <laughs> listen, really wrong don't take this. this the wrong way. Please don't take this the wrong way. Please, nobody, oh, like, I agree. nobody... Nobody we, delete me, we okay, for saying this. <laughs> I, I think wrestlers are a lot like, uh, for example, police officers. I think there's something a little off that you want to be, like and, and a lot of times it's what makes you a really <laughs> great wrestler or a really great police officer or whatever the case may be, a really great um, MMA fight. But there's so many different occupations where it's like that, where, like, you're just off. There's just something not hey, you know quite... What? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because Stevie Ray was talking about this tonight in his show. And he was okay. talking about how uh, how politics and everything else has been like... That's another one. Stealing, stealing our uh, stealing our storylines and everything, like MMA and all that. I mean, there, every the whole world's like a, pro, a big pro wrestling show right now. It is. They've been taking... It is insane. You know? <laughs> I not by choice because Kelly was watching it, but I just sat through a debate between two Pennsylvania senator hopefuls. 
You know, uh, basically one had a str- one had a stroke and the other one was picking on him the whole time. That was basically the debate. Um, yeah, it, it, it's awful. It, it's it's um, so has there ever been? Can you think? Like, I think back. I mean, obviously you've been around a long time. Has there ever been anybody? Without throwing anybody under the bus, you don't have to name names, but has there ever been anybody quite like CM Punk that you've seen? Oh well, there's there's quite a few behind the scenes that uh, behind the scenes don't get right they, when they, they, they work on media. The notor- notor- yeah, don't they get the notoriety <laughs> yeah. that they uh, so richly uh, deserve? But I mean, it's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. But but yeah, um, and, you know CM Punk, uh, you know he's he's definitely uh, brought that out there. You know you know it, some of his issues and 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 the thing is, you know even though the industry is what it is, I mean it's all about timing. And yeah, and what he said what he said at the scrum was like the worst timing. I mean, right. I mean, he just won back the AEW championship, and it, it should have been all about that. It should have been celebrating the title and stuff, and whatever issues. Biggest show of the year. He had, yeah. I mean, that should have been for another time. I mean, but, you know, I mean, there's always going to be, you know, people politically driven, having issues, that type of thing. But, you know, when when you're out there in the public eye like that, you know, you you, you got to put things in perspective, and you know he he just became the champion. I mean, they should have been about him winning back the championship from John Moxley, who now John Moxley right. is like he's the man right now. So, um, but yeah, but like you know, Cabana should have never been in the equation. Uh, even the heat that he said the terrible things he I mean, they were just terrible the things he said about Adam Page, just terrible. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, even, the, and like, you know, so it's just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just timing. I, I, I so off. I know, what, I know what you're saying. Like, the Hangman Adam Page stuff, like, uh, Matt, you said it last week. Like, most of what Adam Page said, people just kind of, like, when, I'm talking about when this all supposedly started. Most people just kind of, like, either missed it or just kind of rolled their eyes and forgot about it. Most people, I'm pretty sure CM Punk was in, like, the elite 1% of people who remembered what Hangman Adam Page said in May and held on to it until September. Yeah. Yeah. It was a a non-story when Adam Page said what he said. Yeah. He did that whole it's a, WWE's been doing it for years. Every time a celebrity comes in and steals a regular roster member spot, they have somebody on the roster complain about it. That there are wrestlers working all year and don't get their WrestleMania match because a celebrity comes in. He essentially did the same thing. He said there's AEW guys that have been here from the beginning. WWE guy comes in and we lose our spot. It's the exact same angle. It's actually a tale as old as time. They've been doing it in every promotion for about 40 years, 50 years now. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I, mean, I, I, just, I found it where, interesting. Yeah. There's, there's been times where, you know, there's certain people I didn't see eye to eye with in the business, but, you know, I'm not going to, I mean, use uh, valuable television time or so forth, where I'm trying to get something over for the company to 
you know, grieve my, you know, personal differences. Right. I mean, that's that's not the that's not the time to do it. You know what I mean? So you had people trash you in the last month, six weeks. Yeah. And you have a platform twice a week for five to six hours every week, and don't give them the time of day. That's what a nice guy you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that is really like literally. <laughs> you know, you show them how right. buff you are, just with that kind of stuff. That that's it. It's it's funny. It is. It, it it it's it's a maturity thing, really. It's what it is. Uh, you're right. CM Punk's focus should have been 100% on he won the title. They gave him a show of confidence twice by putting that title on him twice. Um, and both times he got hurt. And rather than being disappointed or upset about that, he made it about personal grudges that less than 1% of AEW fans probably even knew about. Yeah. I mean, heck, if he could even I, then, focused yeah. on putting over the muffins he was eating at the scrum, that would have been a lot <laughs> better than what he said. <laughs> you know? He could have put over his opponent instead of putting over the stupid muffin. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, so, so bizarre. Right. It's weird. It's weird. So for for these reasons and many others, I don't think WWE is ever going to turn to CM Punk again. Um Plus, they actually had the opportunity when he was under contract through Fox when they were doing the backstage show, and they didn't bother. Now, I know Vince McMahon was there and, and, and all that, but I just, again, I think those kind of moves are the moves you make when you're in second place and you're trying to close the gap. Sort of like Raw having ECW guys on to close the gap with Nitro. Same kind of thing. You know, when you're in first place, you just want to continue to make cre- you know creative, con- compelling programming. You don't want to stick a stick in the spoke of your bike and, and fall over. Right, right. So that's where mm-hmm. I'm at. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. It is for sure. And we can talk I'm, about I, that I, tonight. I saw an article. Nine one. Yeah. I saw an article. Uh, I think it was Wrestle Talk uh, on YouTube was saying something about. That Tony Khan was favoring the uh, delete side, and I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't he? I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. seriously, I feel like pretty cut and dry from what's been reported. Yeah, I feel like any time there's a dispute, I go with the side that got bit instead of the side that did the biting. Yeah. That's a good rule of thumb for literally, life. I literally, think. right? Really. <laughs> literally, yeah. Literally. Um, now, I know CM Punk didn't bite anyone, but um, but his side did, you know. The poor dog there didn't bite anybody. Um, yeah. And Kenny was so, trying to protect his dog. <laughs> right. Yeah. Poor Kenny's yeah. just trying to get the dogs to safety, and the area yeah. is getting bit. <laughs> now, here's the crazy <laughs> thing. I, I know that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks – play a lot up for TV, and they act a lot different as TV stars than they do behind the scenes. I know this because I've interacted with them. I've interviewed all of them. Um, They're all amazing people, and more importantly, they're all really nice guys. Now, 
I should set the disclaimer that I've never met CM Punk guy. I, I mean, I knew his wife many years ago, but I've never interacted with CM Punk in any way. Um, but for Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks to get into a kind of fight where they would get suspended, I, I feel like that's kind of a huge deal. Like that, to push them to that point, because they're all pretty mellow, non-confrontational kind of guys. They're more about video games, honestly, than anything. So, yeah, not to let it drag on. Of course, we can, you know, we can talk about it tonight if you guys want. Uh, 914-338-1885. That's one thing. And then there was one other thing that I really wanted to talk about tonight uh, because it kind of like – it kind of keeps popping up every couple months, and and that's the topic of Randy Orton. Um, we found out, I think it was today, that there's at least a good chance that Randy Orton's not going to be getting in the ring in time for WrestleMania. And there's probably an even greater chance – I'm sorry, there's a great chance that he might not get in the ring for WrestleMania, and there's also a, a chance – that he might not get in the ring again uh, just because of the nature of these injuries and, and, and everything that he's got going on. Um, and I'm looking back on this, um, you know, 20-year career just on the main roster, and I know it hasn't all gone smoothly. I, uh, today, uh, the story about, uh, I think it was Rochelle Lowen, the, uh, you guys probably don't remember her, but she was on the Diva Search, and she was on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, she's the one where Randy Orton put the lotion in her bag. You know, not the ba- he didn't put the lotion in the basket, but he put the lotion in her bag. And uh, she ended up, he was a bully, essentially, and she quit. Um, but I keep reading all these stories about how different Randy Orton was when he started, how immature he was, um, how they threw the world at him, and he just didn't know how to handle it, and blah, 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 blah. But he's adapted. He's become one of the top stars in the industry, and I think really the last couple years – um, he's finally starting to get that respect because, you know, he came in with Cena and Batiste, and he's the guy that's still here, you know. I mean, injuries aside, Randy Orton is the guy that's still here. Um, but when you talk about immaturity and some of the things that Randy Orton did, it would have been really easy to say, like, screw this guy. Like, his career was almost over so many times before it even started. It really is a remarkable thing how long he's been able to hang on. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, Stro, you know, we're comparing, like, to past wrestlers or whatever. Um, there aren't a lot of guys out there that have the kind of longevity on top like Randy Orton did. Or yeah. does. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, I just found it interesting. But <laughs> but his story is from when yeah. he was younger, man, when he used to bully people. Um, it, oh, it's yeah. insane he, that he made it as far as he did. <laughs> he's come a long way. <laughs> I shouldn't even be laughing. I shouldn't even be laughing. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I saw an interview. Somebody God, was interviewing around with um, uh, Dynamite Kid and um, Mr. Fuji, God. Yeah. Man, no one be safe. 
<laughs> you know what they were saying? Like, I, so I was like watching this interview. I, I think it was Val Venus, uh, uh, Sean Morley. So there were a couple of things that came out of it. Uh, one, one was like he said that early on, like every time Randy Orton would mess up, he'd get pulled aside by The Undertaker or JBL or Chris Benoit mm-hmm. or Finley or whoever. He'd get pulled aside. Right. In him, and, and they would talk to him. And he'd come out, mm-hmm. and he'd like, you know, he didn't change right away, but it's like every single time he left every meeting a little bit smarter and a little bit more sore is basically what they said. <laughs> uh, I found it interesting. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people attribute, like, the, the the poop in the bag thing, Randy Orton. Apparently, that was X Pac with Sable. That that wasn't Randy Orton. Um, I've heard that as well. <laughs> I didn't know who had done what, but you know that that's what Val Venus is saying. That that was X Pac. He did that to Sable years ago. So um, mm. again, wrestlers are a kooky bunch, man. I I can't think of a lot of jobs that I'd be able to keep after I pooped in somebody's bag. No. I'm sure there's some. No. I think you just get fired <laughs> most of the time if you do that. Right. Especially for a TV-like kind of job. You know, like a... Mm. Yeah. Like, imagine if uh, Rick Williams pooped in Cecily Tynan's bag. You know. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I feel like neither one of them would be on the newscast anymore if they did that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to pick on Rick Williams or Cecily Tynan. They both seem perfectly nice. Uh, I just I just find it interesting because again, wrestlers, man, that's a kooky bunch. That is, <laughs> no doubt. I I forget what it was. There was one time, and I can laugh about this because. I've laughed with him about it before he passed away, and it's like, like um, one time I was supposed to interview Matt Bourne. I remember what it was. I was supposed to interview Matt Bourne. You know, you got, you know, like Big Josh Doink. Um, and in advertising the show, I used a picture of the wrong Doink. Just a total accident, you know. But I got one of the nastiest emails I've ever gotten in my entire life. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just because, just because I, I didn't recognize Matt Bourne dressed as Doink. Um, again, I can laugh about it because we laughed about it, and and uh, you know he was a good guy, and and I will miss him. Um, but that was that 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 that's a perfect example. You know, I, I, yeah. Wrestlers, man. That's what I need to say, just wrestlers, you know? Am I right? Wrestlers. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm just having fun now. I am. Um, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal.
Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's see here. Kathy, you want to talk about Bret Hart with pink hair? <laughs> I don't think we were not using Google Maps, but anyhow, what the hell was that? Yeah, so he did an interview where he said he was talking about early on in his career. He He wanted to give himself a hot pink mohawk. How much different do you think his career would have turned out had he done that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Somebody told him, no, you don't have the kind of hair to do that. Like, you know, your hair is too kind of fine and oily and, yeah, it's just, it just it doesn't make for good pink mohawk hair. Now, if you're like Seamus, I mean, that would be a great pink mohawk hair, I would think. Yeah. No. Bret Hart doesn't have... No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny. But just picture, maybe like instead of like cowboy Bret Hart, if he was uh, punk rock Bret Hart. <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> Rancid Bret Hart. Rancid Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. He's something to say. Like, um, like uh, I, I want to call her Lash LaRue. That isn't right. Lash LaRue was WCW. Like the girl in um, AEW. Um, I can't think of her name. Riot Squad. Ruby? Ruby Soho? Ruby! Ruby Soho. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the real mm-hmm. lyric. I didn't even think I, about that. I see what. Yeah. You, I see what you did. There. Uh. <laughs> I'm just saying that's a pink mohawk right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestlers, am I right? Now I'm only playing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get buried after tonight. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Let's go. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to. We got Rat Boy here. Ah, nice and early. Oh, he's early. What's going on? Yeah, he is early. What What do you got? What do you got? A uh, jury duty in the morning, Rat Boy? What's going on? No, no, no. I, I want to say one thing, okay? One thing. Oh, right. one, I'm my holding you to one. Bar, wait a minute. My ice cream bar that you guys are talking about is finger licking good, and it's a sweet potato pie <laughs> flavor. Okay, leave my leave my <laughs> ice cream bar alone. Oh boy! Isn't that KFC commercial? <laughs> thingy looking good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you only you only eat the ice cream bar. I got thingy looking good, crunchy fried chicken piece. Ooh, don't I remember you? Don't I remember you? You did make an ice cream bar, didn't you? I, I seem to remember that. Yeah, yeah, I did. 
Put my yeah. picture on it. It was brown. Oh. Oh my. Yeah, and I think uh, I think uh, I think Jimmy Hart was holding the ice cream bar. <laughs> I had to find that picture. I, I, I got it on Facebook somewhere. Else. I was gonna say maybe X Pac was holding it. And, and uh, wrestlers, am I right? Earlier today, I kind of found <laughs> on Facebook. Did anybody see it? No, nobody saw it. I didn't see well, it. Well, you, you, you better go and see it, Brady, because it's real good. Well, why don't you talk about it since I uh, didn't see it and we're here now? No, no, if I talk about it, then it's going to give it away. Okay. Well, you don't want too many people to know about it. I got you. No, uh, I'm, no. Actually, I'm home tonight <laughs> because uh, we decided not to go to bingo because I had to rush my dad to the hospital last night. Oh, geez. Is he okay? He's okay. He's resting at home. They let him out today. It was, um... That was a very pregnant pause there. He's okay. a diabetic, and he was uh, shooting yeah. you in his stomach. And what okay. happened was that the... What is that the stomach wasn't, wasn't, wasn't given, you know, the, the needle... Every time when he eats, okay. he was throwing up. Every 25 minutes after, after he eats. Okay. And this been going, and this been going on for the last couple of weeks. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. But now, now he fixed well, it up and all. He's home. Okay. Yeah. 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 And plus, plus, uh. That's good. I went, I went to the Golden Nugget. I had fun there, you know. I ran okay. into uh, <laughs> okay. I ran into Pink Morton, right. the pool shark. There. Okay. okay. And he and he got and he's got a couple jobs for me to do in, in the restaurant. I'm back. You don't know when I'm going to strike. What jobs are you doing? Why well, did I? He's going to ask him around, and uh, they're going. He's going to ask him. They need an elf. For the uh, for the show, an elf. <laughs> He's got the elf. elf costume, Matt. He wears it at Christmas time. You go to conventions. He's got like he's got like a picture with like Drew McIntyre and like with the Hardys where he's wearing this like elf outfit. <laughs> it's really something. I mean, I got nothing. <laughs> you, you've seen a picture of Rat Boy before. Now just picture him in an elf suit. I should have hired him to work my wedding. As you know. Kathy met me a couple years ago, as you know. I I was with uh, Kathy with 911. Yep. And I was saying when I came to King, there are all the little critters out there. Candy canes, all the little critters. Is it everything it's uh, made out to be, Kathy? The elf outfit? More? It's very unique. <laughs> More like a jester, yes, isn't it? What, Brady? He's a good jester. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I can't even wrestle in an elf costume. How is that? You know, it's elf versus Santa Claus or elf <laughs> versus Brady Hicks. The elf versus mm. the troll, or maybe the oh elf my. versus uh, Manomania. 
I'm, I'm going too Rat far Boy, for that. Uh, <laughs> Boy, CM, CM Punk, you think he's going to go to WWE? I think CM Punk, Kevin Omaga, and the Young Bucks are all going at, going at WWE. Kenny Omaga, too? Yeah. Okay. What do you guys think? Could Kenny, o- could Kenny Omaga jump to WWE? <laughs> <laughs> Can you Can you Armando I used to love that guy. Alejandro <laughs> Estrada <laughs> Oh, I miss him. I miss him. Yeah, I, I, I don't. So you think CM Punk's going to go to WWE and he's going to take everybody that he just fought with with him? Yeah, why not? They'd be one big happy group. They'd be the, the that would be wrestling. Yeah, they, they would be like Oh, you're the putting outsiders. them in the same faction. They're in the same yeah. faction. I got you. Yeah, yeah. okay. All of them are together yeah. in one group going to attack WWE. It's like Triple H and Shawn Michaels done back in the day. WCW with a, with a tank, you know, they're ready to blow the door down. What about Ace Steel? Will he be with them, like biting people? Like I'm they'll beat sure. them down and then Ace will come in and bite them? You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> that, all that stuff is in the near future. Right now, the, in the near future. Going, Right now, your focus on WrestleMania with The Rock yeah. versus Roman Reigns. That's what they're focusing yeah. on now. Well, maybe, well, I mean, maybe we'll see it, if that happens. I maybe you might see I, him at I, WrestleMania attacking somebody. Uh, I yeah, I don't know about that, but I, I will say this: I, I think out of everybody, I think Kenny Omega probably I could see him going there the most. Um, not saying it's going to happen on it. Imagine they suspended his contract. So he's probably not done in January if he didn't renew anyway, which again, I have no idea. Um, but you know, if he's available, yeah, I mean, I could see him making the jump. He's kind of done everything he really could do in AEW really. He's throwing a lot of money at him. I think he would jump. Yeah, I think he would jump too, you know, just go over there for a while, you know? Because he yeah. just got Randy Orton and don't want to wrestle no more, he's going to jump over there. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, uh, Randy else Orton going to come back, and that would be one mm-hmm. good match, Randy Orton versus Kevin Omega. Think about it. That would be a good match. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in the it. chat. You guys are great. <laughs> Yeah, I've been watching my WWE, you know, I missed it last night, but there was was one part that I did catch, I had to, because somebody told me about it, I had to go to YouTube and see it myself. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to say, thank God, Nikki Cross is back to her old ways again. Oh, yeah. Now, what are her old ways? Basically, all she did was attack everybody. Yeah, she attacked last night. Yeah. It'd be great. Like, I I hope that they finally are doing something with her, but, you know, 
Yeah, dude, I mean, the superhero thing was that. pretty lame. Yeah, it was. That's why I, yeah. I, I didn't. I gave up on her. Now she's back to as her old self. You know, and uh, Bray Wyatt came. I saw Bray Wyatt come back. That was good. You know, with all the lights, and it happened right here in Philadelphia. Nobody didn't believe me. Some of the people. I think everybody believed you. It was pretty clear. Yeah, because I posted it up first, and they said, nah, he ain't going to show. Rapidly, who's going to be the pig? Who's going to be the pig or, or what? Yeah. Bray Wyatt's pig. Who's going to be Bray Wyatt's pig? Who's going to be Bray Wyatt's pig? There's only one person I could think of. <laughs> Who's gonna his call bro- pig? His, bro- his brother, Bo Dallas. His brother will be the pig. Okay. Yeah. Howdy <clears throat> how? It might be Bo Pig. Bo Pig. Bo Pig. Little Bo Pig. Bo Pig. I love it. I love it. Rapper, you got anything else? You had one thing when you came on. I feel like that was 30 things ago. I know. I just called to say hello, everybody. You know, I'm doing good. I'm hanging out good, with good, people good. We're here. About We're that. having a good old time here. Mm. Oh, and, and one more thing. That's good. <laughs> okay? One more thing. Make, make sure mm-hmm. your wife tuck you, tuck you in the bed right tonight, okay, boy? You know? Ah, uh, I got to tell you about my Tuesday nights. When we get off this show, Kelly goes to bed. And we have this little chihuahua who has coveted my spot on the bed since I moved in here. So on Tuesday nights, that's the one occasion where I'm not in bed before this dog. So on Tuesday night, I usually end up sleeping in the guest room because I I can't disturb the dog and wake up Kelly on a school night. It's horrible. Oh, man. That, that's why I never get married. Because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, that, yeah that's why. That's why. <laughs> and, 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 you, and you really took a gamble on that one. And you really took a gamble on that the... one. Yeah. It's okay. The dog is cute. And if I can, I squeeze into bed. It's kind of like, um, you know that scene on Jaws where, like, they look over the side of the boat and, like, the, the shark mouth kind of comes at you, at you, like, out of the darkness? That's what it's like. <laughs> uh, this is yeah. darkness coming for you. It's a chihuahua. <laughs> exactly. as, it, as it comes from Well, it's all. pretty big when it comes out of the darkness right at your face. <laughs> Take care, rat boy. Love you, brother. Me too, man. You all have a, have a good... You too, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so one more thing before we get a commercial break, I just wanted to uh, to mention it. It's AEW related. It's uh, so well, sort of AEW related. So Kurt Angle, I don't know if you guys saw this, but but um, before he made that comeback to WWE. I guess, or around that time, he was offered um, the opportunity to join AEW. And do you know how much Kurt Angle told 
Tony Khan that he would charge to make a comeback in AEW after he retired. It's really insane, but it's kind of funny at the same time. Uh, because I don't think he's asking that of Vince or Triple H or whoever. Kurt Angle said he wanted a contract of $3 million. Pretty reasonable. I mean, for a top guy, usually not an over-the-hill guy who's already retired and pretty hobbled as it is. $3 million is a lot, but uh, Kurt Angle wanted $3 million for 10 matches. Mm-hmm. Ten matches. Ten matches. Ten matches. I guess that would be <clears throat> like, um, hmm. I guess that would be like three hundred thousand dollars a match. <laughs> Which, like, yeah. the way his health is, would boil down to about seventy-five thousand dollars a minute. I'm guessing. If you do the math, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's that's, yeah. that's a bit crazy. I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I might I might be exaggerating. He probably is going to have longer than a three minute match. But even if he get charges twenty thousand dollars a minute, um, yeah, I can see why Tony Khan would say no to that. And Kurt Angle was pretty hobbled at the end. Like, people kind of forget that. He's doing a little better now because he's had all those surgeries, and I I guess he's got more coming. But, yeah, just funny. uh... (laughs) Well, if he was, uh, he had the Bret Hart deal, man, the exchange rate would have been something else. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Bret Hart deal, yeah. Yeah. I think you meant with favored nations, but you just meant like Canadian money. Oh yeah. <laughs> favored nations is always an interesting uh, in the uh, in the contract discussions. You don't hear of it so much anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I remember like Scott Hall and Kevin Nash used to cheer every time WCW would sign somebody new because they had to match their deal. Mm-hmm. So it's like anytime somebody got signed, all their contracts went up. It really is pretty funny. No, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Uh. So, okay, one more thing. I, I know I said one more thing. I sound like Rat Boy. Uh, but Matt, I, I think I think you'll appreciate this. Uh, so Rhea Ripley this week, um, body slam Luke Gallows on Raw. Not a huge deal, but she didn't. She yeah, she didn't do like the Hulk Hogan. Like, she didn't do like the Lex Luger hip toss of Yokozuna. Like she picked <laughs> him up, held him upside down, like walked two steps and threw him down. Like she held him. A 300-pound man upside down and then did the the full body slam. Um, I don't remember that kind of a power display from a woman since China. I I think it's pretty amazing. And um, it makes me wonder if Rhea couldn't be the next China. Is that too much pressure on her? 
I think she could I think she has more potential because she's better on the microphone. But it also depends yeah. like if they're going to stick her in intergender matches like they used to do with China. Well, they might do that more now than they would have 10 years ago. I don't know, you think so? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I would think so, but you know, I would think that's a Vince McMahon hang-up not to do it. I would think Triple H would be open to it if he thought that there was an opportunity there. Bizarre, because Vince McMahon was the one who did it in the first place. Um, I know. I, and maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I don't know. But trying to penetrate the inside of that man's skull is, is, is a fool's errand. It's like staring into the abyss for too long. Um <laughs> Yeah. It's like staring at the sun. I mean, you know it's not good for you, but you do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did. It did lead to one of the funnier uh, lines on Raw. Like something I literally haven't laughed out loud at something that was said on Raw in probably about three or four years. And last night. Mm-hmm. They had the thing with where uh, Gallows and Anderson were backstage with AJ Styles. And Luke Gallows says, I'm going to go talk to Rhea Ripley. He's like, I'm great with girls. He's like, I, you know, I'll be able to, yeah. you know, we'll, 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 we'll get this yeah. resolved. And he walked away. And AJ Styles yeah. is like, he's terrible with girls, isn't he? And, and, <laughs> and Carl Anderson's like, oh, yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> and that was funny and they, enough. And they just but then the next segment – Right, I just because he's great. But that was funny enough. I like I laughed at that comment. Like he's terrible with girls. Like that was just like really like an inside kind of really funny, and uh, especially since he did the interview on in the room from the parking lot of a strip club. That that made it especially insightful. Uh, but <laughs> but but that aside, the very next segment after commercial break, they didn't show him interacting with Rhea Ripley. They just had him coming back all beat up and, like, <laughs> discouraged that he couldn't make any headway. <laughs> like, yeah, like didn't, like, didn't he ice his balls? Like, wasn't that his thing? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that was pretty I, funny. I, I think this is unfortunately just leading more towards they're going to find a, a woman to team with them. It is, yeah. That's, that's, what, it, some that's kinda, what it is. Yeah, yeah. And and the sad thing is, I have a feeling it's going to be Nikki Cross, just because what else are you going to do with her? Yeah. I mean, she is Rhea Ripley's uh, old partner. There's at least a Maybe. connection with Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know it's flimsy, but I could see that it's something. Yeah. Well, I know, like, it won't be like Kyrie Sane, because, like, I guess she's competing well, for the women's uh, championship anymore. of New Japan now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was always a chance she was going to come back, but I guess she's doing the New Japan thing, so. Um, yeah, it's not looking like it. So, um, anyway, yeah, so I, I, I found that interesting. Uh, now, we, we, should, um, we should probably go to commercial, because, uh, you know, it's been an hour, but... 
It's uh, It's been great talking with you guys, and certainly we can continue this discussion on the other side. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes' time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to stay for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, this is Total Package. Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday... 9 p.m. Eastern. Just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month. 
and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Uh, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Please go after, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a Did loss. Did you have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. If you rules, as I always understood them, was the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World Wide Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. 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 Worldwide, baby. Worldwide, man. Worldwide. 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com. You know, I just realized, Stro, when we're on the air next week, Halloween will be over. Yeah. But that's how quick it's coming. <laughs> uh, flying that's by, how I'm quick telling. it's coming. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, 914-338-1885. Had some interesting topics there. And uh, a couple more things we're going to mention. Like I said, we'll keep the phone line open for a little bit in case anybody calls in. But if nobody does, we're just going to kind of bring things home a little bit early tonight. Uh, but before we kind of jump back in, Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Oh, okay. So I'm gonna be a busy beaver this week. Uh, WCW oh. Retro will be will be uh, forwarded to next. <laughs> yeah, to next Thursday <laughs> uh, because I'm gonna okay. be for uh, the haunted house for Monsters Martin there at the Craven County Fairgrounds nice. in North Carolina. Nice. From Wednesday night, okay. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, I'll be doing it, and then. Um, 
Saturday, I'm going to be a special guest at the WNC Comic Con at uh, Fletcher, North Carolina, near Asheville, North Carolina, uh, at the AG Center there from uh, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Nice. Uh, so I have auto, uh, autographed photos, merch, merch for sale and everything there. So if you're uh, near the Asheville, North Carolina area, come see me at the WNC Comic Con this Saturday. And then, uh, and I was then? mentioned WCW Retro. Oh, yeah, for next Thursday. Uh, we'll, for WCW Retro, next Thursday, not this Thursday, but next Thursday night at 19 Standard Time, ZOCNation.com, will be. WCW Retro Podcast, we'll, we'll be talking about uh, the career of Mick Foley. So, bring Mick your Foley. favorite Mick Foley uh, memories and career moments uh, next Thursday night for WCW Retro. Should be a lot of fun. That's cool. That's cool. You, did you hear what MJF said about Mick Foley? No, what he said. <laughs> Mick Foley, and, and, and don't quote me on this, but it was something like this. So, like, Mick Foley said, you know, MJF is, like, one of the best wrestlers going right now, in spite of, like, no offense, how deplorable he acts. And MJF said, <laughs> wow, from a legend like Mick Foley, he said, no offense, Mick, but I wish you'd take a, a, a head-first dive off of a bridge. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh right. my goodness! Uh, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god! Oh man! He's, he's a character, yeah. man. Oh my god! He really is. He really is. It's amazing to me that he hasn't really gotten kind of picked up anywhere else. Like before now, you know, like I, he was like sending like tough enough videos, and he was on the radar, obviously. It's amazing to me that he never mm-hmm. got signed because he's like, you know, it's one thing to be like a really good wrestler, but when you're a decent mm-hmm. wrestler and you're amazing on the mic like he is, there aren't a whole lot of people that are like that. No. Even this, and uh, he could have been a homegrown guy. Right. I mean, do you ever see his like tough enough promo he did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> really, considering he had like no he experience did. basically when he did that. Ah, that's, yeah. He's just a, a natural, you know. Sure, and I I don't know how much of it is true. I'm sure it was shaded in truth, but like the promo that he had mm-hmm. with William Regal, it really I felt like yeah. I was right there, you know. Oh, oh and like yeah. it it's so rare. Heartfelt. Yeah, it's it's so rare that a wrestler can tell a story on the microphone like that and you feel like you're living it yourself. And and the look on Riggle's face, like he, he was even he was just like just like proud of Oh yeah, fan, you know, for like sure. You know? For sure. Yeah. So that so that's interesting. Uh well, good luck with your haunted house stuff next week. That's uh <laughs> That's always fun. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna have a busy. I'm gonna have a busy week myself. You know. Uh, so um, we're going to the Philadelphia Flyers on Thursday. On nice. Friday, I'm going to the Weird Al concert. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been to a Weird Al oh, concert right. since 1996. The 
the Bad Hair Day tour of 1996, so I'm excited. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I love Weird Al. That's awesome. <laughs> Me too. He's amazing. He's That's yeah. like my go-to thing on like on my like, Echo, you know, like when I'm cleaning the kitchen, I'll be like, play Weird Al, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. And then two Halloween parties on Saturday. Uh the, uh, the mm. Phillies, it's been amazing, the run that they're on. Between them and the undefeated Eagles, it's like it's going to be an amazing week coming up even beyond these couple days. So uh, hopefully everything continues to roll. Uh, 914-338-1885. Stro, you mentioned you saw the uh, the Black Adam movie. I, I haven't seen it yet, the one with The Rock. Pretty good. Yeah. recommend it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, if you're in the, uh, if you're a DC comic book fan, if you're just a comic book fan in general, I mean, you you will enjoy Black Adam because it pretty much stays true to the comic. And uh, you know, The Rock he does an amazing job as Black Adam. I mean, I don't think he could have picked anybody better, honestly. That's amazing. That's that's cool. That's really funny. Uh, I, I, I I will definitely check it out. Yeah. Guy yeah, because Hawkman was in it. Yeah, I remember him from the comics. He was like one of my favorites growing up. They had Hawkman in it. And the, the Justice Society, if you're a comic book fan, you'd probably remember the Justice Society. They're in it, too. So lots, mm-hmm. lots of surprises mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot, lot of cool cameos in it. That's cool. I Yeah, I really can't wait to check it out. Um, speaking of The Rock, he did a skit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. He's giving out candy. To uh, yeah. the children for Halloween. Did you see this with Kevin Hart? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hart shows up. <laughs> Kevin Hart shows up dressed like The Rock from like 1996 when he got like signed. He always talks about how he looked like uh, a lesbian. He had like the black yeah. turtleneck, the necklace, the crazy hair, the fanny pack. Fanny pack. So Chris Rock shows <laughs> up like that. Not Chris Rock. Kevin Hart. And uh, The Rock's making mm-hmm. fun of him. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, my God. And he wouldn't give him candy. That's awesome. He ah, said, I'll yeah. tell you what. I'm going to give you candy. He's like, he's get, well, like when the little kids came up, he'd say, oh, yeah, I have king-size, king-size bar for you. Look at that. Oh, you're so scary. You get a king-size blah, blah, And he's throw, throwing the candy in their bag. And when, so he goes, Kevin, he goes, I'll tell you what. The Rock's going to give you candy because you did come to his door. But you're going to get one of these little mini treats because you're a little, little guy and can't do anything about it. And he puts like a little uh, like, bite-sized thing in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was really funny. Uh, it's a shame he's not on wrestling anymore because like – and even when he comes in, like you're not going to get to see – Everything that when The Rock comes back, it, you know, assuming that he does, it's like it's mm-hmm. going to make it obvious how he's heads and shoulders better than ninety-five percent of the people in wrestling. But you oh, know, yeah. it's going to be a very kind of bittersweet thing because you know it's not going to last. You know, it'll be mm-hmm. just enjoy it for a little bit and then it's done again. Yeah, those those kind of skits remind me of that with The Rock for sure. That was really yeah, fun. If if, if they ever do the thing with him and Roman, man, that's going to be money. Oh, my God, that's going to be money. Oh, for sure. For sure. It, it's amazing. And, and the way the family is all tied in and everything. 
Yeah, no, that'll mm-hmm. be really good. As, as, as well as he does in this movie as Black Adam, it'll be, I, I, I would think it'd be super cool if he shows up as Black Adam elf. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd oh, be yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, we're going to go to Tora, who's uh, been waiting on hold for a little bit there. What, what's going on, Tora? How are you doing tonight? Oh, nothing much. Just sitting here. Watching TV, listening to the radio station. Yeah. You say you, you said nothing much, and like it reminded me of those. You remember those old nut and honey commercials? He'd be like, "What yeah. you eating?" And she'd be like, "Nothing, honey." She'd be like, "Nothing, honey," and she's eating like nut and honey cereal. That's what it reminded oh, yeah. me. Yeah. Nothing, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those cereals yeah. good too. God, I'll do it. Oh, I yeah. know. <laughs> they don't make cereal like that anymore. They don't. Well, I'm going to ask some prayers. My mom is in the hospital. She had a heart attack. Oh, oh no. no. I hope she's okay. Yeah, I hope how's so, she, too. How's she hanging in? She's doing a lot better. Yeah, she's opened up okay. her eyes, but she's not talking. She's not talking? Oh, man. Do they think she's going to start talking again? Yeah. She will, baby. I'm really sorry to hear that, Tora. I'm really sorry to hear that. Me, too. I went to a vision her today, and, um... Yeah. She opened her eyes to me and stuff, and I was like... Like, does she recognize you? Yeah. Like, does she look like she knows what's going on? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, make sure you give her a big hug. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will. I'm really sorry to hear that. She's in the ICU. Well, yeah. Which is tough, too, because you can't, like, go to visit her whenever you want. Yeah. I'm just yeah, hanging I'm really in sorry there. to hear that. Yeah, I'm just hanging in there and just trying to keep my my patience and stuff. Yeah. That's all I How's your do daughter is, taking it? She um she's <coughs> taking the baby heart. Yeah, I'm sure. So I guess you heard about what happened yesterday. Um, no, I didn't. Where's that? Down in my hometown, St. Louis, Missouri. I, I didn't hear that. Oh, wow. Yeah. A oh, 19 year old student had shot and killed some people. AR 15 style rifle, 600 rounds of ammo. People are nuts. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. People are nuts. Like they found they found a note two people saying died. that um saying that he didn't have any family, he never had a girlfriend, he never had a good life, but he always had wanted to be the mass shooter. Oh my god. Hmm. Is this your daughter's nineteen years old? Oh my god. Is this where your daughter was last year? 
Oh, no, 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 no. My daughter daughter is still in middle school. Okay, okay. That's scary. Yeah. We had a shooting in Philadelphia over the winter. Or, I mean, over the... Over the summer, I think it was. Or the spring. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's scary the way the world is. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, everybody that I care about pretty much, like, you know, my wife, all my family, everybody either goes to school or somehow works for a school. Mm-hmm. You know? It's crazy. Right. You got any good news, Tora? I feel like it's just been like, yeah. Uh, uh, a gym teacher was killed. Okay. And a student was killed. Do you have any mm. good news? Um, that I'm safe. That's good news. I'm terrified, yeah. but I'm safe. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, I wish I could tell everybody that they're safe, but everybody's just got to be ready to look out for themselves. It's scary. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Man. Nobody is not safe. Nobody ain't. Yeah. Jeez, man. Kind of makes me feel bad for laughing for the last hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, how's everything? (laughs) Pretty crappy if you think about it. No, it's, uh, things are okay. Things are okay. It's going to be a busy week for me. Um, actually, for the next two weeks, it's going to be pretty nuts for me. Seems to be a recurring thing, so. But, you know, things are okay. Just, uh, just getting by. Probably end yeah. the show early tonight just so I can get to sleep before the Chihuahua doesn't let me into bed. Oh, I I got my cat Daisy. She would not let me sleep at all. Yeah. She wants her treats, and she ran out of treats for tonight. But she likes to talk back. Oh, yeah? Oh, mm. yeah. She's a diva in the house. She's a zebra? Diva. Diva. Yeah. She's a diva. I got you. Yeah. I got you. She's not like Bella. Bella Bella doesn't even talk. Who the hell is Bella? Bella's my other cat. I got two black cats. Yeah. So how you been, Stro? Yeah. Yeah, just living. <laughs> yeah. And matter of fact, the school shooting happened around the corner from my job. Oh wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. 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 You can't even go out in public to go anywhere. Mm. 
It's just sad, but see, I've been in school shootings before uh-huh. in high school. And I had a double postpartum stress disorder. Okay. And I still haven't been myself since then. I got you. Mm. Yeah. I carried that burden for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Man. I feel like this conversation is going to stick with me for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a tough night to her. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, I mean, you know, hopefully everything gets better. Hopefully it will. Hopefully it will, but we don't have to worry about the sugar anymore. He's dead. Okay. That was well, he got what he wanted, sugar. right? Yeah, you got one that's locked up, and you got one shoe that's dead. Okay. All right. Well, Tora, I'll be saying a prayer for you guys, for your mom, for the school community, yeah. uh, for you, for your anxiety, all that stuff, and uh, take care of yourself. Oh, I will. I always take care uh-huh. of myself no matter what. Good. Love you, Tora. Uh-huh. Love you, Love too. Tora. Love both of you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Be good. All right, yeah, that was Tora. That was Tora, man. Tora. <laughs> Tora. I just read you the Tora. Uh, we got <laughs> two more things I wanted to mention, and I think we can get out of here. Uh, first of all, um, Shawn Michaels was saying. That uh-huh. Is that you growling? I thought that was you growling at me. I was like, what's going on? No, no, no. No, <laughs> like, no that wasn't me. At me. Sorry. Sorry, that was Sparky. That's okay. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> sparky behavior. <laughs> uh, no, uh, this seems to be the theme of the night, you know, dogs. Uh, no, so Shawn Michaels was saying... That he was supposed to fight Eddie Guerrero at that WrestleMania 22, which was like Eddie died a couple months before that. But imagine if oh, that wow. had been the match, Sean and Eddie. Gosh. That might have been the best WrestleMania match of all time. Oh, that would have been so epic. I know. Oh, and instead, man. we got Sean fighting a 60-year-old Vince. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Didn't he do the elbow on the trash can on Vince off the ladder? <laughs> yeah, because I I remember thinking, there's no way Vince can see him. Right. You know, it's just like you know it's coming and it's going to hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was a good visual, <laughs> but I wouldn't have wanted to be Vince. But uh, yeah, no, Sean and Eddie, that's a match that oh, we really gosh. got deprived. That would have been amazing. Yes. You know, yeah, I mean, well, as good as Sean, Sean and Angle was great. Angle and Eddie was great. And Sean and mm-hmm. Eddie would have been amazing. Yeah, uh, for oh, sure. Oh, gosh. Who, who would, who would want to follow that? I know I wouldn't. <laughs> See, if WWE were booked properly, that would be the main event. Yes. You know? Should be. <laughs> right? 
it should be for the title too, honestly. But even if it's not, um, yeah, that would have been God, that would have I mean, really been something. Look, I mean, look at those matches Undertaker had with Shawn Michaels. God, who would want to you know come after? <laughs> right. And if you remember oh the first God. time, because I always thought they fought twice at WrestleMania, right? The first one twenty-five mm-hmm. is the match that I thought. I thought that that was like the show stealing. Like, I mean, I put it up there pretty much with Steamboat Savage, the WrestleMania yeah. twenty-five Undertaker, Sean, the one where like he mm-hmm. kicked out of like three tombstones and like it was just like just an amazing, amazing match. Um, oh, and that was followed up by. Matches. Yeah. 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 What was my, I think it was by? my favorite of all time. It was followed mm-hmm. up by a no-holds-barred battle between Triple H and Randy Orton. Oh, I remember, it opened, yes. And, it, and the match opened with a side headlock. <laughs> That's how the match oh. started for the no-holds-barred brawl. Wow. Brawl. brawl. You remember... Um, Randy Orton, like, went, or Triple H went to Randy Orton's house, and he beat up, like, the 100 people that were living there, throwing people through yeah. windows, like, looking for Randy Orton. They did all this stuff, and then their brawl was, like, first of all, it followed Sean and Taker. Second of all, it was, like, the most anticlimactic, ended with a pedigree in the middle of the ring. It was just weird. Just weird. Was it that that would be? They they even like even Hunter said that Sean and Taker should have been a main event that year. Yes, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, and I think there was part of it where like Hunter and Randy even like went to Vince and said that, and Vince stuck by his gun because like that was the title match. But yeah, yeah, no, that that should have been Sean and Taker was the main event. Like there is no oh, question about that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. The chemistry those two had the ring. Oh my god. Yeah. They were so good. And and what's amazing too is like their careers ran parallel for so long and they barely touched the entire time. Mhm. They right. only had a handful of matches. No, yeah. See, so. I thought their hell in the cell match was really good. Years, years it was before. amazing, yeah. 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 But that match I mean, there, they had the Hell in a Cell was, match. Mm-hmm. The first Hell mm-hmm. in a the Cell. Uh, they they had the casket yeah. match where Sean hurt his back. Yes. And then they had those couple. Plus, like, if you remember, they did, like, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Sean. It was Sean and... and it was Nash and, and Sean against The Undertaker and somebody. It was like a Madison Square mm-hmm. Garden show. Yeah. And I think Nash turned on Sean. I think that was it. What they did, right, that right. was to set up Nash versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania that year. Mm-hmm. Right before Nash left the company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now, pretty much any time Sean and The Undertaker were in the ring. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it was just a couple months before. Yeah. Yeah, they set up that perfectly. <laughs> Man. Uh, what history there. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, one more thing I wanted to mention, Stry. There's been a little bit of talk because obviously 
AEW introduced a trios title. And um, mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston did an interview talking about, like, if WWE would ever do one, how did he think it would go? And And he was talking about how there's a lot of, like, trios in the WWE today between the men and the women, you know, and, like, there's a lot of just three-person groups right now. And um, mm-hmm. he thought it would be amazing. He thought it would be great. Uh, I've never personally been a fan. I always feel like it's 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 too many. Like, it's too many belts, you know? You right. have the tag team champion. I, I never really – and I know it's, like, something that, like – it's probably more of, like, another culture kind of thing. Like, like certainly, like – like like Mexican wrestling, for example, like there's a a strong case to have a title like that, and there's a there's a lineage with the NWA and everything. It's just WWE never right. did it, and I'm not sure that they would do it right, just because they have so many titles to manage anyway. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, we we know the track record as far as tag team wrestling goes. I mean, so you really wouldn't know yeah. how <laughs> the six man division would. <laughs> Would work, right? Or with the six lady division, rather. Exactly, exactly. You know what I would do? I would have a Survivor Series title where, like, a team of four win the championship, and they go back to Survivor Series every year and defend their Survivor Series title. They should yeah, do that. Yeah, to make it an annual thing. Yeah, like an yearly annual exactly. thing. Yeah, that'd be great. Right. Yeah. Of course, what would happen is it would end up getting defended on Raw and SmackDown too, probably, but. Uh, <laughs> but an annual thing would be a cool idea, you know. I would like that a lot better than the old Raw versus SmackDown, you know. Uh, oh, I hate that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I always said that Survivor Series would be much better booked if um if they just did the the brand feuds that kind of should lead into the pay-per-view. Um, mm-hmm. And the title versus title matches, if they're going to do them, that should be WrestleMania. That's your special time of the year. That's how I. Oh yeah. So. And with these Survivor Series matches, there's, there's should, should, I don't know. I've always thought there should be more of an incentive to win those matches. You know, rather, rather than yeah. just. You, you know what I mean? Like for a future you title get match. Nothing out of it. Or, Right. There was there was one year I thought what they did was really cool. They um they took all the winners from all the different Survivor Series matches and they put them mm-hmm. in a grand finale match of survival. And it ended up being oh, that, I remember this clear day. It it was Hogan Warrior who was like, you know, Warrior was present. Hogan was kinda like in that transitionary phase where like they were trying to decide does he get the belt back, or do like we go with Warrior still? And Tito mm-hmm. was the other one. It was Hogan, Warrior, and Tito. And then on the other side, it was um, – I'm trying to remember. I think it was like – I think it was like Rick Martell's team. I don't remember, but it was basically five bad guys against Hogan, Warrior, and Tito. And in the end, Hogan oh, wow. and Warrior were the last two standing supreme. And it was a really cool mm-hmm. visual. Like, that's at least a little incentive. You want to be, like, the last right. guy standing at the end of the night? Something? Mm-hmm. Even right. the Royal Rumble, like, it used to be, like, anticlimactic because you win it and then you're done. Now, like, they at mm-hmm. least, like, give you a title match out of it? And so. It would be cool if, like, per se, that Soul Survivor of the team would get, like, mm-hmm. 
uh, a title match there maybe at the Rumble or so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, have one but, yeah, you feed into the next one. Right. Like, there was like three idea. years there where like, at least two years, I think it was three, where the King of the Ring, like they would do WrestleMania, then they would do the King mm-hmm. of the Ring, and the winner of the King, the King of the Ring crown winner got the title shot at SummerSlam. Right. That's smart. Then you could have somebody from SummerSlam get the title shot at Survivor Series, blah, blah, blah. Keep kicking it down the line. That especially works when you got the big five pay-per-views. Which, by the way, King of the Rings supposedly Mm -hmm. is coming back. I always thought it was best as a pay-per-view format. I hate it how they would spread it out over like two months. Oh, yeah. Much better. You need the three matches in one night. it's, It's much better that way. You look mm-hmm. at, like, the performances of, like, Bret Hart or, like, Steve Austin, you know, mm-hmm. when they I, – yeah, I mean, even Owen Hart when he won it. Like, it was just it was just special. It was just cool. It was different. It was – I think that's why I always like like tournaments and, like – like, ECWA does the Super 8, like, the same kind of thing. Like, it's, it's, spe- <coughs> it's special to see guys kind of performing – Three times in one night like that. Oh, absolutely. Always a fan. Always a fan. Cool. Well, Stro, uh, like, anything yeah, else? Every Sorry, year. go ahead. Oh, yeah. no. So it's like in every year, like <laughs> we were talking about an annual thing, like every year, like the the, yeah. the, the reigning king could like, you know, either, you know, when they, they give up the crown, you know, they could be there like a, a guest of honor, you know, to see who the next king or queen is. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, you know, that'd be cool. You know, Impact doesn't do a lot right, but one thing that they started doing probably about 15 years ago that I always thought was a great idea is mm-hmm. they have the X Division champion has the option to surrender their title to challenge for the heavyweight title at, um, I forget, I think it's Destination X. It's one of their pay-per-views. Uh-huh. But, you know, they have the option. They can hand in their title mm-hmm. for a one-on-one shot with the world champion. I always thought it was a great idea. Oh, yeah. I wish WWE did that do... kind of stuff more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like you said, they can do very well do that with the king in the ring. And they bring it back. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes, that would be really cool. Lots to think about, but unfortunately, the people that should be listening to us probably aren't. I have to make sure they hear it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. We'll know next week when they yeah. <laughs> pull up an angle on TV or something. Hey, I mean, we've said stuff on here before that they turned around and went with, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else for this week's show? I I, I think I'm uh, I think I'm about done. I, I hit everything on my list. Um, as far as I know, I, I, I don't know when the next, uh, I know Crown Jewel's coming up, um, November really 5th. Really soon, like, November yeah, 5th, it's, yeah. it's, uh, like two weeks, yeah. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm, I don't know if I'm alone here, I know I'm a little traditional. I'm starting to miss the mm-hmm. Sunday pay-per-views, I feel like everything's on Saturday now. Yeah, me too. Me too. 
Isn't AEW yeah. doing theirs still on Saturday as well? I think AEW's been Sunday just because WWE's been Saturday. Okay, yeah. I think. Well, like the last couple, you know, obviously WrestleMania was two nights. SummerSlam was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, their Extreme Rules was on Saturday. Yeah, that's true. Crown Jewel is on Saturday. I assume Survivor Series is on a Saturday. Let's see. Survivor Series. I guess it makes sense if you're catering to children. Yes, Survivor Series is on a Saturday. Now, granted, Survivor Mm -hmm. Series used to be on Thanksgiving night, and my mom wanted to kill me every year because I would retreat (laughs) into the other room to watch Survivor Series. To me, it was the best part about Thanksgiving. I never really cared about that holiday. Uh, yep, Saturday, November 26th. So that means they're having two Saturday parties, uh, Saturday, um, pay-per-views that are 20 days apart, basically, 21 days. Let's wow. see when the Royal Rumble is. I'm going to guess it's on the Saturday. Royal Rumble 23, I need. Let's see. Royal Rumble 23. Saturday, January 28th. Yep, it looks like they made the transition to Saturday. I guess the difference is now they don't have to worry about competing with UFC because Mm -hmm. they don't worry about the numbers because Peacock is doing it now, and Peacock's not worried about the numbers. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Yeah. And two so weeks before um, mine. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. That's wild. Yeah, a little more than two um, weeks, but yeah. When is AEW's next rate? Do you know? Next? AEW Pacers. I feel like they haven't had one in forever. Yeah. It's been, been a minute. Full gear, November 19th. Oh, wow, okay. So November 19th is a... Saturday. AEW's on a Saturday. (laughs) Wow. I guess it's for the kids. Sunday night being a school Mm -hmm. night, probably competing with football. Yeah. But still, I don't know. Wow. There was something magical about pay-per-views on a Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, Stro. I I say we get out of here. That's okay. okay. (laughs) You're so agreeable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. So what do you got going on then? Uh, well, Mark, Mark, Monsters Martin's uh, Haunted House in Craven County Fairgrounds in Newburgh, North Carolina. I'll be doing that uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, and Friday night uh, to raise uh, canned goods for needy families. So if you're in the area, come by and see me. Then uh, I will be a special guest at the WNC Comic Con in Fletcher, North Carolina, at the AG Center. 
so come see me there if you're in the area as well. Um, and uh, not this Thursday, but next Thursday, WCW Retro at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on DSNix.com will be, be Mick Foley night. So if you've got any cool yes. Mick Foley stories and memories, please call in. And uh, always highlight the week here in, in the room. Always great to be here. Absolutely. I, I love it so much. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of it, Stro. I uh, thank you to all you guys for everything that you do between uh, you, Kathy, uh, Derek, Matt, uh, just behind the scenes, uh, you know, in front of the microphone. It, it's just everything is appreciated so much. Uh, you guys are just great. Uh, thank you to all the callers. Uh, thank you to everybody for checking us out. Be sure to visit. Uh, VOC Nation on your favorite podcast platforms and check out all the great shows. Uh, we got a couple more by Sassy Stephanie coming out the next couple weeks. Be sure to check them out, of course. WCW Retro next Thursday, and uh, we always have those bumps and thumps with Brian Ferguson. Lots of great stuff, so be sure to stay tuned, and uh, more going to be coming out as well. Uh, my next wrestling show is actually going to be November 5th, which is uh, two Saturdays from now. It's uh, ECWA, the 55th anniversary show. And uh, the matches, I believe, are in flux. So I I don't want to mess it up and give something away that hasn't been announced, but I understand that the matchmaker is working furiously to hammer out a card that's going to be top-notch for the 55th anniversary show. So everybody be sure to check that out. Tickets and information, ECWA Wrestling. Dot com and that's going to do it for tonight everybody <coughs> thank you so much for tuning in take care be good to each other love you all very much bye bye